Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Anna Yelen and I am your time expert. And now I'll invite you to lean back and to listen to this story. It was a sunny day. I believe it was spring and I was doing my jogging tour. And this time I took another way back home and suddenly... I stood in front of the graveyard. I had to walk through it to get where I wanted to go, so I did. I took my time wandering around, reading the engraved quotes on the graves. I passed young Jessica, who had died in her 20s, and on her tomb was a, a ballerina engraved. And then the massive, the massive grave of a couple. And the, the only thing which was written on this grave was R.I.P. Rest in peace. R.I.P. It was huge. It was huge. And then I walked past a woman and she was standing in front of a grave talking to her husband, which I found out later on. And... He was gone too soon and she told him about the kids and what they were doing. and It, it broke my heart, really. I, that was hard. And half the way I sat down on a bench and touched by all the losses around me, I was sitting there in the sun and I closed my eyes. And suddenly, I started to hear soft rustling all around me, like, sh 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 like something, like noise. And I freaked out and I opened my eyes and I looked around, but I, I couldn't see anything. I kept the eyes open and I was still trying to figure out where this rustling came from. And then I saw them. <laughs> suddenly I saw them and they were everywhere lizards curious and sneaky and watching me as well and I don't know why it is an unforgettable moment but it was and it is because maybe also just because they made me smile because I thought they were sweet and they called me, maybe just because they were alive. I watched them for a while before I continued to walk across the graveyard. And I also remember this, the Italian guy. There were a few Italian or Swiss Italian guys uh, and people there. But he, he was special because on his tomb there was a picture of him, a big picture of him, of his face. And when you looked at it, he was looking right into your eyes with the biggest smile you can imagine. And he turned very old. He died in a, in a high, at a high age. And I am sure he made so many people smile during his lifetime. And he continued even there on the graveyard.
I continued to walk and I was just a few meters away from the grave which would change my lunch break rituals for the rest of the time where we were living in Neon for a long time. But first there were Nadine, Marco, Hannah, Jean-Pierre, all those people. And then suddenly I stood in front of this grave. Melinda. Melinda, journalist, died at the age of 50, 55. I can't remember exactly. And also, I, sadly, I can't remember the exact words, but it was something written like, you took us to all those places. And now, now you're here, may you rest in peace. And there was this bush, this bush on this grave. And it was dying. The bush was dying. It was all dried up. And the grave really looked very, very sad. And I looked around, but this one was sad. And I started wondering, who was this woman? Melinda, the journalist. Was there anyone there from her family left? And it made me a bit feel a bit sad to see this grave without any touch of love and nothing nothing it was just like I don't know and that's when I thought okay I I am going to take care of this grave the next day I came again and I gave this bush some water of course I found other graves which uh, weren't treated well, so I started to take care of them as well. And from this day on, ladies and gentlemen, from this day on, I was there every single lunch break. Whenever I was at home in Neon, I was there every single lunch break. I was on the graveyard. It was, it was for over a year until we moved away. And I became friends with the lizards and the plants became greener and greener. And sometimes I even bought a flower. And yeah, when funerals were happening, I just smoothly disappeared. And after watering the plants, I always placed myself on a bench. And I thought about our lifetime, about life and death and, you know, nothing new for me really but this time it was intense yeah it was it was so intense oh blimey but now let's make a cut here okay remember the first episode with the one and only question how would you do it how would I do it wild and different that's what I thought I know it's it's it has to be wild, wild and different. And remember the conclusion of the second episode. There was think big, think big. And for me, and no more flyers, no more flyers. Now the next step for me and maybe also here now to, to reflect on is 
the appearance. How do you want to be seen? Are you showing who you really are? For me, that was like from totally hidden, totally hidden, to show a little bit more about Anna and her vision of time. And that meant for us now, in this example, new homepage, new videos, go on social media. And again, the question was, would I dare to do it totally my way? Are you daring to do it totally your way? Do you actually already know what it is totally your way? It's a process, believe me. It's a process. It's lovely. It's an adventure. Now, the first time when you are showing who you are, and it's maybe even the easiest one. It's the easiest time when you do it the first time because you don't know the consequences. For you, it's maybe not that special because if you are doing it authentic, believe what you do, everything you do is very normal, isn't it? Now, I I totally underestimated the consequences and also how the consequences affected me. Because again, everything I do is very normal for me, very normal. Nothing special, really. Because that is me, that is my style. You know, that's, that's when it's very good to have people around you when they say, look, what you did right now or what you are saying, it's not really the norm. It's a bit different. It's good to know this. Yeah, it's just good to know. But it's my daily business. I can't see the difference because for me, everything is just normal. But anyway, that's another story. Whatever you do, for you, it's normal. For others, it also might be good. And that's cool. But it also might, for others, be strange. Or it might be bad. And they will tell you. And from then on, when you get out there to show who you are, you might feel very naked and vulnerable. <laughs> very naked. But I think that, of, I mean, that is very normal, isn't it? To feel that way and that, is n- that it is nothing wrong with this. Because you are showing yourself to I don't know how many people. Of course you feel a little bit vulnerable. That's all right. And that's also when you feel how important it is to have an inner circle of friends and family who will not make you feel that you are that alone. It's very important. Back to the appearance and to my story. Samuel created the new homepage. My God, why don't don't do it all by yourself, really. Take help. Uh, so many hours, so many nights, he was working on this new homepage. Then we came to the About Me page and I said, okay, everything was totally different than before. But Because remember, it was like very normal, very what all people have. And I thought, okay, no, I have nothing to lose. So I'm really going to show now who's Anna. So the About Me page should be very different 
And I wanted to have this picture where you can see here somewhere. I wanted to have this picture. Who is Anna? That's me. <laughs> and now for the ones who are listening. I try to explain how this picture looks like. You can see my face as if I walk out of a coal mine, a rather very dirty black, open wide mouth, closed eyes and silver color rounding, running down my face from up above. It, it's hard to explain, but let's say it's actually not that beautiful. It's, it's not a very beautiful picture. But it's me, you know, and I liked it and somehow I still do. And then Samuel asked me about the video. He said the video for the front page. And he said, how would Anna do it? How would you like to transfer the message you have about time in a short video? Hmm. And now, ladies and gentlemen, that's when we return to the graveyard. Imagine. I was experiencing the graveyard every single day and I had those thoughts about life, time and death every single day. Every day I walked back home and oh, I remember the feeling. I was freaking out. I was so happy to be alive. It was just a the simple fact of being alive, it gave me this flash of euphoria. You can't believe it. I was like dancing home, dancing home, motivated. Oh, and I still get shaken up just by thinking of it. And I mean, come on, it's great to be alive, isn't it? It's, it's just, isn't it the best feeling? I mean... And if you are having a bad day, please just go to a graveyard and water some dried plants because there are loads of them and look at the tomb. You are not there yet. You're not there yet. And that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. So I looked at Samuel and I remember and I said, I would like to make a video where I could tell the people, hey, you are not dead yet. You're still alive. So this is a reason to celebrate. Something like, congratulations, you are still alive. And then I would film this video on a graveyard. And I would dance. And I would celebrate with champagne. Yeah. Okay. One weekend, we went to a Rosa and uh, we planned to go and film on the graveyard up there, which is up here now. It's not far away on a little mountain. And it's a very special place because it's a place where funerals and weddings are happening. So... You experience tremendous sadness and pure joy up there. It's, it's very mystical, very magical. We went there. I said hello to my grandparents lying there. 
from my dad's side, asking them if it would be okay if I would now dance and celebrate my life here with champagne. And I, I imagined them saying, as long as you can, do it. You should. But then this elderly lady came and she was just a few graves next to my grandparents and she tried to do something but it looked as if she was having difficulties and I went to her I asked her if she needed some help and she said yes yes please she had plants with her in a bag new plants and she wanted to place them on the graveyard of her husband but she couldn't because she her back really ached so she was sitting next to me on a stone and I started to plant those plants. And we talked about life and death. And in the end, I went to look for some small stones to make a little decoration. And she asked me, what's your name? And I said, I'm Anna Yelen. And she looked at me and she said, Anna. <laughs> oh, she said, Anna. Remember, you always came to the library to get some books when you were small. And it was me handing you out the books. And that's when I remembered her as well. And I tell you, it was a great moment with this lady. It was just such a good... I mean, I, for sure we spent an hour. And me with those plants and, you know... It really was a great moment. And then she went and we, Samuel and I, suddenly we were all alone. And we started filming. Now I will tell you something about the filming. I was very aware where I am. And of course I would never ever harm a grave. Never. Or a tomb. Never. And even the... The champagne scene, it seems as if I'm very close to the graves, but I'm not. There is not one drop falling down on a grave. Just, it's, it's important to know, maybe. But even I'm sure they would have, would have liked to have some champagne down there. But anyway, not one drop falling. And... You know what? We still think that it's one of the best videos we have ever made. And we put it online. On the first page and on YouTube. And then the comments arrived. Many comments. But this one I remember very well. I hope you will die. Like, what? I hope you will die? Why? Why is a stranger hoping, who doesn't even know me, that I should die? Anyway, that's when I turned the comment section off. It was also the moment where I understood, okay, this video might shake up a little bit. But then... I got emails because the people couldn't comment anymore. So I got the emails from Mexico, from Africa, from Asia. And they told me, hey, Anna, 
don't worry, we, we do the same. When someone dies, we celebrate. Uh, so it wasn't that abnormal for them and for others it is. That's sure, I, I respect that. How did I feel? I had mixed feelings as well about this because suddenly I thought, oh my God, am I doing something wrong here? And then I looked at it again and I thought, no, that is exactly what I want to say. That is congratulations that you are still alive. And I really hope that you are aware of this and I hope that you celebrate this. Now, it's not finished yet. A few days later, we got another mail. You know, you have to know with the new homepage and becoming more digital, we had just started to work with a group of young people, which should help us a little bit with the SEO and online marketing. And um, they have even the company, they have even received awards. So uh, a well-known company. Now they wrote that they have been thinking about our collaboration and they have some recommendations for us and if we would listen to them and change the things they would like us to change that there is still a small chance to continue working together and otherwise just no okay the recommendations what was it the to replace the vulgar photo on the about me page and to remove the graveyard video as soon as possible. Well, hello. Hello. Now, wait a minute. Imagine I would have done it. Imagine I would have replaced the photo with a nice looking, uh, oh so beautiful photo. And just deleted the video. Where would I have been? I would have taken a huge step backwards back to where I have been already and where it didn't work this cooperation ended rapidly finito basta now do you know what happened instead I thought like all right okay I it was like come on please now let's do it simple I sent the link to the homepage and the video to quite a few other SEO and marketing companies with just two phrases. Two phrases. This is me and that's what I do. Are you interested to work with us? That's all. Not many were. Too risky maybe. But two guys were. Two guys said, hey, We want you as a client. Marcel and Christian. And until today, years after, they are my closest partners next to Samuel working with me. And they have been supporting me from day one of the big change. They believe in me. They have been uplifting me when I had my insecurities. So thank you to the other guys who just dropped me like a hot potato. Now let me tell you my conclusion. 
If you are in the beginnings of doing it your way, be aware that this will happen. You will get a lot of comments from all around you. Wow, well done. Hmm, are you really going to do it this way? Ah, okay, okay. No, you can't do it like this. Or fabulous work. Or if I would be you, I would rather do it like that. But nobody is you. Nobody is you. They can't tell you how to do it. But what you can do is this. Listen. Listen carefully. And then you filter all this information. And you can feel the good ideas. You know, if someone is coming and giving you a good idea, you can feel it. And you take it. And then you ask yourself, okay, good idea. And now how, how could I provide this little special touch of mine and that's when you make a difference and that's when it becomes unique a last word on all the feedback and comments and critics you'll get take them and be thankful for them because these are the people who are showing that they are there with you and that's good, because you want to know who is with you on board. And when we talk about business, I suggest to have a small, not a big one, a small group of people where you can exchange your idea and plans. I remember I did it like with everyone in the beginning, but it was just like, it was too much. It was too much information coming back to me as well. Now, a small, tiny group, that's good. Now, I, I listen to every word Marcel, Christian and Samuel tell me, every word, because nobody knows me better in doing business than them. I don't always do what they recommend me to do but what they say I take it very serious and you know when I have doubts and fears are showing up and insecurities in business you should see how they carry me it's it's unbelievable it really is so to do business all by yourself it can work but after experiencing both, uh, the, the being all alone, it didn't work for me. Now, today, after all this, I prefer to have the boys around me. My dear listeners out there, no matter in which situation you are, maybe you are just starting your own business right now, or maybe you are an employee Always remember that you are different from all the others. You, you're different. And you are a unique being. And life is here that you can live this uniqueness. Be it, do it, show it. That's, I mean, that's really 
a big advantage of this life. Yes, there are many people out there, they will laugh at you. You know what? Let them laugh. It's hard in the beginning, but your, your skin will get thicker and it's going to be easier every time. And the thing is, don't focus on the ones who are laughing at you because there are so many others. You can't believe it. There are so many others who are so happy to see that they're not alone. They think like, oh, oh there is another one. She or he is not really the norm. So, okay, I'm not alone out here. It's, you know, just for them. Let's do it also for the others who feel a little bit different or who think different. Focus on them. Do it for them also. Now, for the next episode, my dear ones. Maybe the last one for the business series. I will tell you what worked for me the most and how I handle the struggle of entrepreneurship. Because uh, they are there, the struggles. It's normal. It's, it's just so normal. And it's good. It's good. You will learn a lot from them. And I will give you some tools will, which will also help others in ordinary daily life. It's a lot about attitude and the vision of time. So it's going to be very, very, I think, very interesting. And yes, of course, I will give you the link to the graveyard video. It's going to be, if you're on YouTube right now, it's going to be down here. And if you are listening, I will put it in the show notes. Now, I apologize to the people who think that is that what I did in this video is very irresponsible. That is your culture saying so, and I respect this. But my philosophy is this. We should be happy to be alive, and we should celebrate this, and that's all what I wanted to show in the video. And by the way, I played it in front of many hundreds of people now, and, and they applauded in the end. Yeah, it's actually, it's also finding out, finding a way who wants to keep doing the jo journey with you. If you do something like this, you know, which is a little bit like, yeah, the balance is they're going to like it or not. Then it's good to know you're filtering and the ones who are still there after this, you guys out there. That's when, that's when you really appreciate and are thankful to have you. Because community is maybe not the word, but it is. It's when you start to have a community where likewise people are on board. And that's a good feeling. It really is. So thank you very much for being on board. And let's continue on this journey. And I think now, really, before I start babbling around, that's all for today. It's very late now, very late. I thought, actually, I thought everything was done and I was on the way to go to bed. I watched the video 
and I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. <laughs> so here we are. Okay, that's all. Take care. Bye. Bye. I know. Bye bye. Bye.